0: praise the lord greetings in the name of the lord this is holy lady t checking in on today and y'all i am still glory to god saved sanctified and filled with the holy ghost and i'm enjoying my life with jesus how about you god is awesome in my life and i must give him praise thank you jesus now i'm telling y'all i'm so grateful to god oh lord i'm so grateful and i'm not just saying it because this is just thanksgiving week i'm saying that again because first of all for who god is as i said who god is in my life being saved sanctified filled with the holy ghost means god lives in me and that is the thing that i am just so thankful And you know I say that almost every time I do a podcast. So it's not a daily or seasonal thing. It's an everyday thing. Glory to God. And I am appreciative to God for even, you know, the career he gave me as a teacher. So uh, I had this whole week off, and I really tried to get some rest, but I still had to wake up like a couple of days early to take my son to his uh, track. I believe it was track practice that I had to take to take him to. I, I just dropped him off. It was some kind of practice, um, but I believe it was cross-country track, if I'm not, uh, if I'm for sure, not 100% sure. But anyway, it was some type of track practice that I had to take him to uh, two days this week and that I did get up early you know uh to cook one day and so i still really kind of was getting up early one day i got up early to take my um uh niece to uh help with the uh food pantry and y'all i'm not even complaining because i do enjoy doing all these type of things i was like i just wanted to sleep in a little bit more but it is worth the sacrifice like to first of all be in the lives of your children be active and involved and also in the lives of my uh family and just helping others so y'all i did enjoy that part of it (laughs) but um Yesterday, I did get to spend time with some of my other family that I don't get to spend time with uh, every day, and so that was really special to me because, y'all, we really need not just during a season, but as much as we can, we need to link up with our family, stay in touch with our family, love on our family, put your differences aside because we always want probably some type of difference going on, but you need to set that aside and still love your family because you don't know when they might die. And so, and I look back and I'm saying like, this year, I believe this year, Uh, this time last year, my grandma on my dad's side, she was alive, but now she's not here anymore, and so I'm really grateful, like, for the time that I had to spend with her, and if she wanted me, you know, if she wanted me to do something, I was there. I didn't do it grudgingly, and I always, you know, love spending time with her, and I'm just, I'm so grateful that she, lived long enough to see me like get my life together with god and be saved sanctified filled with the holy ghost and really live a life for god that she taught me and trained me through the holy word of god to live i thank god for her example and so when we say we continue i'm continuing in her legacy i really appreciate that fact that i'm continuing continuing in the legacy of holiness that she taught me because my grandma, she was a fireball. She was a fireball. She was on fire for the Lord, but she was so sweet and she was so nice. And I just thank the Lord for her holy example and just her her personality, period. And so she was a strong, strong, strong woman of God. Um, Early on in her life, um, she was married and then she she um eventually uh they probably she eventually became like a single mom um because she had separated from her husband she did not get a divorce glory to god um but circumstances happened and she was separated from. Um, her husband. And she, from all those years, she never got remarried. I mean, years. I don't know how many years. I mean, a long time from the time she separated from her husband to the time she passed away, she was single. And so she watched her children grow up, get married. She never remarried. She stayed single and she stayed a holy woman of God during the, during that time, from the time she separated until the time that um, she went on to, be with the Lord. And so I really thank God for her holy example. Um, she don't, she didn't talk about that much. Um, but I seen the life that she lived of holiness. And so I really appreciate that about her. So anyway, um, I'm going to get and So that, that brings me to our, um, podcast episode on today, because I will be talking about, um, like relationships And my theme on today is first come Jesus, then comes marriage. First come Jesus, then comes marriage. Because when you look out on the world, the church world, the secular world, all the world, you like, you know, people are running towards relationships and they want to get married, which is a great thing to want to get married. But another thing that is uh, very popular is divorce. So you got a lot of people that's wanting to get married. But then on the other hand you got you see a lot of people that's divorcing. And so I'm like, "What? Wait, wait. Where is the disconnect?" And see that where the disconnect is, people are filling voids with marriage instead of allowing Jesus to come in their life and fill the void because God made it like that that we would want him, that we would desire a relationship. But if we don't have the relationship with him first, then all other relationships are going to suffer. And so that's why you see so many divorces because it's like, okay, I want to get married for this reason. I want to get married for that reason. But are you getting married for the glory of God? Are you getting married because you know what? Not only are we compatible when it comes to finances, when it comes to uh looking good dressing or or you know like fashion or or businesses or all this but was this the person that god really wanted me to marry and so the bible say like you know like um let me see if i get this scripture um Let me go to what therefore God have joined together, let no man put asunder, Mark 10 and 9. So what you're seeing today is a lot of marriages that God did not put together. People may have put together, they may have had a clergyman up there putting it together, but God didn't put it together. And see what God didn't put together, he's not obligated to keep together, glory to God. And so a lot of times what you're seeing out here is a lot of people getting married for the sake of filling a void or for the sake of they they're compatible in other ways but are they compatible spiritually is this really really the person who god wanted you to be with are your purposes are your purposes uh complementary of each other and so when i look look out, I'm like, I desire to be married. Oh yes, I desire to be married. And I thank the Lord for how one day, you know, like he revealed to me like who my husband is. And it, it wasn't just about looks, or finance. No, it was like, no, these are the inequalities that he's going to have because I knew the purpose that God had for me. And so God revealed these inequalities that he would have, not only spiritually, but different other qualities that he would need to complement my purpose, different qualities that he would need so we could work together great in the kingdom and get along well with each other. Not saying that everything I like, he like No, 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 because we are humans, we're different. And that's what make us great you know for each other but if if what my purpose is in life and and he can't compliment that then we should we we shouldn't be getting married to that person so that's what i'm saying so i thank god for one day revealing that to me and it took years you know like i'm 38 years old and it took me years to come to the conclusion that um hey takia like i probably was yeah, I probably was in my 20s when I when I wrote when I wrote these qualities that my future husband would have, and then God revealed him to me in a dream and then I mean it's just so beautiful but I'm just I'm just letting y'all know and from that time he revealed to me in a dream and, and, and he he gave me the vision and I, I was like Lord you are wonderful you are awesome this man has all these qualities but um we have to really really take retrospect of our lives and that's why i'm saying first come jesus because when i really got an intimate intimate relationship with the lord that's when he revealed to me like some things about my spouse my purpose and a lot of different things and so see if you don't know where you're going in life how are you going to marry the right person to keep going forward in life because that person might want to go south and you trying to go north so you have to know why why was you created? what do what makes you great in the kingdom of god what makes you great period and it's not a selfish thing it's not a self-righteous things because all of us god has made if we we are fearfully and wonderfully made by god so when we discover who we are in him then we will we can properly choose the correct spouse no you do not supposed to be going out there and want and going out there trying to find your spouse because again god revealed to me to, god revealed him to me in the spirit god, and i thank the lord for it and when i i'm like lord, lord, i thank you too many things i can't say or hear until i actually get married because i don't want to give away too much but god will reveal different things to you when you get in the spirit and it was this peace that came upon me you know when he revealed this to me and so I'm telling y'all and I'm not tell, talking about a peace that the world gives but a peace that only God can give because some people are like how do you how do you know that's the one how do you know how do you know God will confirm who your spouse is he will confirm who your spouse. He even took God, even took me to scripture, scripture backup. And so you gotta know the Lord, you have to know his voice because some people like that. God told me, and God didn't tell you that. God didn't tell you that. So you you and how I, I know, because like I said, God confirmed it through his word, and it's so many other confirmations that God has given me, even through his man servant, when I was praying about this particular, you know, about my husband and then the next day or so, or maybe I don't know how long it was, but then, a man of God like confirmed what I was praying about and I, I don't tell people stuff that I'm talking to God to talking to God about my husband I don't tell people these things you know in details about this and and this man of God they don't know what I pray and he confirmed it so I, I'm just telling y'all get in the spirit let the Lord minister to you that's why first come Jesus then comes marriage because you do need to know the voice of the Lord marriage is till death do you part and in holiness if you want to be like god marriage is to death do you part okay and so i'm like i'm saved i'm filled with the holy ghost i must have somebody that's also saved and filled with the holy ghost and that's that's the bait that's the basic requirement okay that's the basic and then there's a lot of other stuff but that's the basic requirement if the man don't meet that requirement that anything else don't matter to me uh, and it shouldn't matter to you because if you're a child of God, why would you want a child of the devil? Cause the Bible say, if he don't have his spirit, you are none of his. So if you're not with the Holy Ghost, you are not a child of God. So I just. We just got to realize that, Al, do I want to marry in God's will or do I want to rush the process? Do I want to just grab somebody that my, my flesh, my body is craving after? Or do I really want to marry someone that God wants me to have? And so I'm going to get to my points. But as I look at my parents and we was having dinner and I wrote this a while back, like, I didn't have no reason to hold my head down at the dinner table because I don't have a spouse. I didn't have no reason because, see, I'm exactly where God wants me to be. Glory to God. And when the time is right, my husband gonna come claim me. Glory to God. But anyway, as I look at my parents, um, these are two people that are compatible in every way that God requires them to be. Because, see, marriage is—my parents have been married for over 40 years. Marriage is not about— cute pictures okay marriage is not about cute pictures marriage is not about hot sex marriage is about you coming together uh because you want to bring glory ultimately you want to bring glory to god in your life and as i look at my parents not only you know they they complement each other in the natural but also in the spiritual and so my father he knew well, he, they was telling him that he was going to be a preacher, but he didn't know for sure at a young, young age. But he chose the right woman for the calling that God had on his life. See, he couldn't have a woman that's... I never heard my mom being a busybody in other men's matters. She he, she couldn't be that woman. She couldn't be that woman that dressed like she was walking the streets. She could not be that woman that compromised for compromise in the world that was a partier that was a cusser it, she couldn't be that type of woman so she came into holiness and God totally transformed her life she didn't she didn't come into the church already saved that's why I'm telling y'all if you give your life to the Lord he will change you but she came into the church and God changed totally transforms her life saved her filled her with the Holy Ghost, and now as they are married again 40 years later, she is a holy woman of God, she dressed holy, she talked holy, she lives holy, she is holy, and he couldn't just have a woman that just didn't even care about even her appearance, my mother, her mother taught her how to be a lady in every way. She carries herself. She walks like a lady. Her posture is like a lady. She dresses like a lady. And so he knew he had, well, he didn't know, excuse me. He was called by God to be a pastor, a preacher. And so he went through the ranks, brother, deacon, minister, elder, bishop, all those ranks and she was standing right there beside him she was faithful to him and to god and so she listened to elderly women, elderly women advice she learned from the holy scriptures my mother is a prayer warrior my mother is a prayer warrior she reads she know that word of god and she is a faith walker god knew that's what i'm trying to say god knew who to put in his life now he could have rejected her and got some kind of you know street woman street you know somebody you know but god god chose god chose my mother for him and he obeyed the voice of the lord and they get along perfectly now i'm not saying they are perfect only god can judge that what i'm saying is they get along perfectly because that is who god have chose that I've seen my parents go through hard times, good times, sick times, and they stayed together. My father has spoke some things in faith and and you couldn't see it, but by faith, my mother followed him. So these are the examples we need to lift up. So that's why I still believe in holy matrimony. I still believe in marriage. I still believe that God is going to bless my marriage because he blessed my parents' marriage. When you are obedient to the voice of God, God will bless you. But I'm going to go on because I'm going to have to do oh. Part two cut off in a second, but I had to get an introduction because there are still some holy marriages out here. But we need to be obedient to God and get first things first. And that's get you a relationship with Jesus. Both of my parents are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. He know how to treat her and she know how to treat him because she is submitted to God. Ooh, I'm going I'm going out ahead of myself. So let's get espoused to Jesus first. All right. Number one. In order to get espoused to Jesus first, you must receive salvation, according to Acts 2.38. And Acts 2.38 is talking about you must repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, after you have done that, you are now espoused to Jesus Christ. You are a part of the Bride of Christ. Now, this is such an important step because your relationship, okay, let me me get to the other steps, but number one, you must receive salvation according to Acts 2.38. Number two, love Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Get an intimate relationship with Jesus, and so if, and that's basically just loving with God with everything within you. And the only way I can do that is by receiving salvation. That's why I said that's first and number one. Because look, in this flesh is no good thing. We was all born in sin. That's why we must be born again. We must receive that salvation, according to Acts two thirty eight. All right, and love God. And so, in order for me to love God, the Bible says I have to keep His word. And so, in order for me to keep His word, I got to know His word. And that's what a, getting an intimate relationship comes in it. So we know that when you have a boyfriend, fiance, whoever you want to talk to him, I know, I mean, when I, when I had a boyfriend a long time ago, I wanted to talk, I want to, I need to hear from you. Okay. I need to hear from you. And so that requires, when we talk about Jesus Christ and loving on him, you need to talk to God every day, have questions All through the day, have conversations with the Lord because you're developing that intimate relationship with him and allow him. You got to hush. And then you allow him to talk back into your spirit. Let him minister to you because it's a conversation. It's not just you, blah, 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 and never listening. No, you talk and then you're going to listen. To what God has to say to you, and believe me, God wants to minister to you because this is how I found out, you know, who my spouse was because of the time that I put in into ministering him, Even ministering to the Lord. I mean, him. Excuse me, God ministering to me, and so that's why when I see him, I knew. And so you you have to minister. And so if I get married today, I'll be a hundred percent sure that this is the one because God told me long years, 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 years ago. And so you got to you got to allow get that relationship together first. And also, I did mention reading your word because I look at it as God's word is His love letter to me he wants me to know him this is how i get to know him not by just looking at other people posts, not just by talking to other people no 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 i got to get in his word and y'all looking at a uh, motivational posts about his word is great because I look at posts and it, it do uplift me. But if I never knew him for myself, then I couldn't agree with somebody with what, else, what somebody else is saying because I didn't read it and get in his word for myself. Because you got a lot of people out here that's misconstruing the word of God. That's why you got to get into the word of God. Let them pages become life. Let them pages become your life because God's word, oh, his spirit and it is life. So get into those love letters. So you'll know what he requires of you. It even even tells you like how you should conduct yourself as a woman of God. It tells you what to put on. And I'm talking about in the spirit, what to take off. It even tells you how to dress. From, from how to dress, how you're supposed to treat your husband, how you supposed to live as a holy woman of God. Because when your husband find you, you're supposed to already be a wife. He that findeth a wife, not a girlfriend, not a boo, not a bae. He that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And so, and he obtained favor. I'm favor. I am the favor factor, glory to God. But I'm telling y'all. Get in the word so you can find out how, because we are too focused on the wedding and not the marriage. Because if we was really focused on the marriage, we would improve ourselves and we would be trying to get as close to God as we can. Because you on a, man, I'm telling you, that's a different plane when you get married. Because now you got you and your spouse to have to war with, you know in the spirit for, and I'm already warned for my spouse already, but I'm just saying when you, when your spouse actually come, that's going to be a, that's going to be a new, um, a new ball game for you. And so we need to get close to Jesus now, recognize his voice, know his word. Okay. Recognize his voice, know his word, know what he requires of you because If we know the word and we believe it, not just know it, because a lot of people know it, but they're not living it. They're not believing it. That's why we have a lot of divorces, and that's why people are not content in God's love. But you will be content when you know that God has you at this place for this season to grow you, to perfect you, to make you into the holy wife you need to be for your spouse. You will be content. That don't mean you don't desire marriage. I desire marriage, but at this point in time, God, God is preparing me as well as my husband. And I believe with all that's in me that I'm prepared. I am a wife right now, cause Lord Jesus, I, I spent a lot of times. So I'm not bragging, but I spent and I'm still spending time at His feet, cause that I know I got to feed from Him and, and working with humans. Y'all know, y'all know about on your job, your family. Working with humans is something else. And so you got to ask the Lord to prepare your mind, your heart, your attitude, because marriage, no, in marriage, you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be about pleasing then your husband, but I'm going too far. But listen, right now we are focusing on having an intimate relationship with jesus christ because it's gonna help us yeah, i promise you it helped me because i feel so fulfilled because i i'm loving god with everything that's within me my heart my mind my soul my strength everything within me i love god and when it shows we can't just say we love him and again when we say we love him it's shown in We keeping his commandments, which is his word. So get an intimate relationship with Jesus. I mean, I can't go a day without talking to him several times a day. That's how it should be. And I can tell a person that's really in love with God again with how they live, the decisions, the choices, the way they talk. I can I can feel when a person is really in love with God, and you can too. So um, I'm going to uh, just pause right really quick because my Anchor is only 30 minutes long, and then I'm going to go to part two. It should just click right back on. Okay, talk to you all in a few. (laughs) Okay, like I said, I'm back. Uh, We left off with love, Jesus, with all your heart, soul, and mind, which means to get an intimate relationship with Jesus. All right, number three, care for the things of the Lord that you may please him. Care for the things of the Lord that you may please him. and so we can't be so focused on i gotta get married i gotta get married i gotta get married uh i gotta prepare for my marriage you you know the venue you know the dress you know all it basically you're prepared for the wedding but you're not preparing for the marriage you got your, you got your ring picked out like i said your dress the venue everything okay you even got what your husband gonna wear everything 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 but are you is your heart and mind prepared for marriage the long term, because I I know this is a problem even around the body of Christ, because if you hearing about divorces going on in around the church more way more than and i know back then a lot of time people took stuff i'm not saying if you are in an abusive relationship i'm not saying woman that you need to stay if somebody's beating you no 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 no, they got to go or you got to go no 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 you don't stand abusive relationship but uh god will let you you can separate yes you can you can separate that that is legal that is legal under god's law to separate that is fine but what i'm saying is people just getting Divorce because, like I said at the beginning, a lot of times these are marriages that God did not put together. And so it was so focused on caring for the things of the boyfriend, caring for the things of the husband, caring for your feelings, caring for your sexual feelings, that you stop caring for the things that please the Lord. And I'm telling y'all right now, we need to, as singles, you learn, like I always tell my children, you learn from my my mishap or my bad decision of, of having sexual relations before marriage, I need you to learn from that. And so I'm telling y'all, as women of God, learn from people. When you see that the divorces is happening, learn. You say, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to make the right decision. I want to make sure that God is in it. And this is how God can be in it. If you are focusing, if you are focusing on the things about that God cares about then hey you are good you people might call you names call you gay call you rolling holier than thou weird i don't care the bible told me to do this see a lot of people that is that's even going to the church house they are walking in what we call carnality. they are in their flesh because if you are really seeking the lord you will be caring for the things that he care about you will not be depressed you will not compare your life to other women because you know that god has a plan for you see if you get out your flesh and stinking thinking and start caring for the things of god he will uplift you and, and your your life will be fulfilled and i'm not talking about just doing busy work because i'm like lord lead me and guide me on what you want me to do i don't want to be burnt out now i want you to lead me and guide me on what you want me to do so i'm gonna read this because we sometimes don't think stuff in the scripture because i come from scripture i don't come from my mind first corinthians 7 32 34. 1 Corinthians 7, 32, 34. But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried, which is us, caring for the things that belong to the Lord. He that is unmarried care for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord, how he may please the Lord. There's also a difference between a wife and a virgin a wife and a virgin. Okay, talk about the women. The unmarried woman cared for the things of the Lord. Talk about the woman again. The unmarried woman cared for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. That she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married Care for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And don't get twisted on that world part. It's not because it's enough to say love, not the world. So this is not talking about like loving, having that worldly mindset. It's talking about like things like, okay, you got to make sure your husband is taken care of. He He's eating good. I mean, if you have a business, that's being taken care of. All his affairs is being taken care of because they say how she may please her husband. So I have to make sure that everything that is set up naturally so I can please my husband when I get married. But while I am unmarried, I am supposed to be caring for the things of the Lord, how I'm going to be holy, both in body and in spirit. So when you're like, what should I do? What should I do? I'm a married care for the things of the Lord. Okay, we have different positions. In the church you don't even have to have a position look and see what needs to be done around the church house look and see you if you have a job okay do other things need to be done can i volunteer because when you're helping others you are bringing glory to god but make sure this is something that god wants you to acknowledge god in all your ways that he may direct your path but you're supposed to be for the things of the lord that's why i said Before get an intimate relationship with God, because he will lead you and guide you on what to do and how to do. And so in my singleness years back, God revealed to me, oh, I can't get to that part. Hold on. But (laughs) I'm going ahead of myself again. But care for the things of the Lord, how you may be holy. Where is it? That she may be holy that she may be holy, both in body and in spirit. So if you got these girlfriends, sometimes I say, "Uh uh-uh, girl, you too old foggy, get your... Groove on or whatever they saying. No, 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 no. I got to stay holy both in body and in spirit. Certain places I can't go. Certain movies I can't watch. Okay. Certain people I'm not about to talk to because I have to be holy in body and in spirit. You have to be careful what is getting into your ears, what you're looking at with your eyes, because you want to be holy in body and in spirit. I'm telling y'all, these casual Christians. They not going to understand what you talking about. And so a long time ago, God had said, "Mm -mm, no, you got to set yourself apart because separation separation before elevation not that i'm saying i'm better than anyone but i want to be holy both in body and in spirit and if that's not what they're about i got to separate myself if you talking slack in the faith and you uh uh-uh, you don't want to come up i can understand if you're around somebody that that wants to learn of god and that wants to be better in Christ, but then you around these people that don't want to learn of god that don't want to be faithful walkers i can't be around you because god told me to be in body and spirit and i don't care i'm 38 years old i don't care care how long i mean i went without sex for years okay and i know that's why i know it can be done and that's why i'm on this podcast and this is why i stand up for christ because i know that prayer holy living works you can be abstinent from sex and those are the type of people i need to be around the ones that want to abstain from sex the ones that don't want to talk weak in the faith the ones that don't want to waste time why are you wasting time with these men that you know you ain't gonna marry i'm not about to be going out no i'm not about to be going out on a date dates with nobody i got my children I have my family and most of all, I got Jesus because a lot of people don't have the same things, uh, access to the, you know, a lot of family. Hey, you got Jesus. Do you really love God or you just talking about it? We got to be about it. So if you really wanna be holy in both body and spirit, you will separate yourself how long ever it takes it being years y'all and i say lord i'm gonna serve you till i die you was long suffering towards me you was long suffering towards me glory to god you forgave me you love me i read something i had a meme or something whatever you call them things that i had that i had posted a long time ago you love me when i was useless to you i was useless because i was in sin but you love me still and you think you think y'all that I ain't going to give my life to God. Forget that. I don't care what nobody's saying. You call me gay. Whatever you want to call me. But I know that I'm not gay. I know that I'm waiting on my holy spouse. He coming soon. Glory to God. He going to get his mind right. But I'm telling y'all. God is so awesome. God is so worthy to be praised. And we need to stop wasting time. What you need to be doing for with your time. The scripture just told us. Care for the things of the Lord. That Wait a minute. Let me get to it. Care for things of the Lord. That you may be holy in body and in spirit. In body, it's just as simple as that. And I thank the Lord for showing me these scriptures years ago because I was like, okay, yo, know, this is what I need. and, and, and here's what I need to be doing. And so i got I got with the pace, and if you see my statuses from Facebook from years ago, god just started ministering to me he just just started ministering to me and making me you know like a spokesperson for him and i'm like lord Jesus, look what you have done and so it's just so marvelous in my eyes because i look, god had revealed to me like what he had called me to do uh, I, I don't want to get there yet but god is awesome um that up oh, that leads me to next point Find your purpose and walk in it. Find your purpose and walk in it. So, like, several years ago, God had revealed this to me. When I came back to him and, and I gave my life to him, back to him, he was like, this, you know, like, this is what I want you to do. Like, don't be afraid of their faces. And, like, he revealed to me that I would not have, like, a lot of friends. And, and like I said, again, to this day, I, I, a lot, I thought a lot to a lot. It's like hundreds, but I don't even really have Whew, none, but uh, it's okay though because I was like, Lord, I know you already had told me that this was going to happen, and so anyway, when he was talking to me, like he told me, like my purpose, and I don't want to say that because some people be think you trying to boast, and they'll 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 not support you on purpose, and y'all, this is a shame that this happening even in the church building, but we gonna go on. But uh, when I was talking to the Lord, and I just. I didn't even like I just wanted to commit my life back to him. And I did ask him, like, like God, what do you want me to do? Like, really, because like I've been used by the devil and too many years. I gave him my life, and not knowingly, like I just was giving him my life. And but Lord, I'm submitted to you. What do you want me to do? And and just time, when I when I was praying to God, he revealed to me like what he wanted me to do. And from that day on, I've been walking in purpose. And y'all, when you do that, it gives you a fulfilled life. So if you don't feel fulfilled in your singleness, that is is two reasons. Either you're not saved first or second, you're not walking in purpose. Because once I began to walk in purpose, that's, that's what I filled my time up with instead of, you know, like, Thinking about my ex or something, no, or thinking about how I don't have a husband, and I have to raise my children by myself. Nope. I begin to say, God, what do you want me to do? And that's what I do when it's not when I'm not taking care of my family, um, and I'm not doing the job he called me to do in the natural and all of this stuff. I am doing the purpose. Everything, everything, actually everything that I do is on purpose. He gave me that job on purpose. I'm raising my children. Here on purpose, and when the time is right, hey, God gonna bring my my spouse. But you have to walk in purpose, like God. Not it's not just about coming to a church building. Like God, what do you really want me to do? You don't have to be like this flashy person. You don't have to be like that. But you need to be who God created you to be, and you will be great doing it, even if hundreds of people do not know your name. As long as God knows your name. And and, because the Bible said, hey, on that day, the people, they're going to say, Lord, Lord, we've done all this in your name. He's going to say, I never knew you. So it's not about about how much work that you do, long as you're doing what God has created you to do. And so when you do that, then you're fulfilling purpose. So I encourage you all on today to seek God for his purpose for your life so you can live live a fulfilled life because again if you don't really know your purpose it's, it's going to be kind of hard to choose the spouse that you that that is connected to your purpose now i'm not saying that god will have grace or mercy on you and still let you marry the right spouse i'm not saying that but this is the best way to do it is find what god created you to do Like i've been single i'm 38 again all these years i've been single so Man, I should know something by now. And so I thank God for revealing to me my purpose. Because I do understand like sometimes people get married at a very, very young age and they they might not know that, okay, well, this has got purpose. But if you do get married at that young age, one thing you need to know is did God want me with this person? Is this the person that God had for me? You need to make sure that that needs to be 100% sure. So I'm going to go on. Our relationship with Jesus will determine how we perform in all of our relationships. Our relationship with Jesus will determine how we perform in all of our other relationships. I believe I mentioned that at the beginning. Because, I'm going to go on. If we really want to love for real and be able to distinguish between that real love and lust, we must get to know love, which is God, by praying and reading the word of God. Father, when we are filled with his spirit, he'll give us the spiritual discernment to be able to tell the difference. So I'm going to go back. Having a relationship with Jesus will determine how we perform in all of our other relationships. So I'm looking like, okay, y'all. <laughs> i just be cracking myself up. because like, how do you think you're going to be a good wife to a human? but you're not a good wife to Christ. Hmm. I just keep like thinking about like, ain't no way. And that's why I thank God for taking me through some things because he really helped me. God really helped me to be submissive and obedient. I promise you he did. But if we are not like submissive to God, okay, listen, this God almighty, perfect in all his ways will never, will never fail us how are you going to be a good godly wife to a man that make mistakes and i'm not saying that as like a bad thing on a man but we are human so i'm just saying like okay he might make a mistake how are you gonna still be obedient let me read let me read what submissive is let me i think i got the definition for that hold on oh i thought i had the definition for that (laughs) oh gosh but submissive is like coming under the authority, coming under the authority of another, like coming under, accept. Hold up, accept or yield to a superior force, accept or yield to a to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. So how many how many of us on today is submitted? to god who how many of us are yielding to the authority of christ how many of us are coming under his will for our life and not our will because his will is that we be holy his will is not that we have sex while we are single his will is not that we date multiple people while we are single his will is that we care for the things of the lord how we may be holy in and in spirit how many of us on today is coming under the authority and will of the lord that's to submit So, if I can't submit to God, who is perfect in all his ways, and he wants the best for me, the very best, he knows the beginning, he knows the end, he knows the middle, he knows everything. I can't submit to him. How am I going to submit to a husband that has flaws? I don't understand. Y'all, help me understand. So, that's why I'm telling y'all. We got to get that relationship with God first. And that's how, like I said, some clues that I knew that, okay, now I'm ready to be a wife. Now I am a wife because I have came unto God's authority. There's some different natural things that he took me through to better myself. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm ready to be a wife. But I'm sure there's some people on here that's listening to me on today that are ready to be a wife. But if you haven't submitted to God, which means accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Like if God is not Lord of your life where he tells you what to do and you do it and it's found in this word, then you're not ready to be a holy wife. You're just not ready. And that's what I'm saying. We got to come have that relationship right first because in the Bible, we have to submit to our husbands because he has the authority over us. Is God, the husband, us. So... Hmm. if I haven't submitted to God in my singleness, I'm going to be ineffective at submitting to my husband in marriage. And so I think the Lord. I mean, God broke me down these couple of years. And it's not a terrible break now. He broke my will down to conform to his will. And I give him the glory and the honor for it. I promise you, God totally changed me over these years. And I thank him for it. You need to go through the training of the Lord, because I promise you, he will help you become the holy wife you need to be. Now, do you really want love? Because if you really want love, like I said, like you got to know who love is and that's God. The Bible says God is love. So if I have a relationship with God, I'm filled with his spirit, then I can now have that spiritual discernment like I read before and say, hmm, do I really, really like, like I love everybody, but the the thing is, is this the man for me? And so a lot of time. What you seeing is lust. The man look good. The man have good money. He has a good car. He has a nice house. He speaks well. He he, he carries himself well in public. But that's not, that don't mean that's the person for you. That don't mean that's the person for you. You got to get in God's word. You got to get, have some conversations with the Lord so he can confirm, hmm, this is really love because anyway, like I love everybody, I love all the brothers, but no, for, for my husband, this is the one that God have chosen for me to do life with, like as my husband, like so you don't have that special connection that I have with my husband. Love all the brothers, but they are have a special connection. But until you really get to know God who is love, you will always be looking at lust like love. Just because he treats you right, still don't mean love. Are you willing to? die for me are you willing to lay your wants down for me do i come do i come before those things are you willing to look out for me in sickness and health and everything even when you don't agree with me if or or if i don't agree with you but i'm still gonna come up under subjection um so do you still love me though? Do you still, do you still love me? And so love is, a, is, is an everlasting thing and it's sacrifice and it's giving. Do you love me enough to better yourself? Now you got to love yourself first because it was, I think it's scripture in the Bible. Like if Like, if a man, it's like you don't even take care of your own body. Like, you ain't going to want to take care of a wife. Like, if you don't even care about yourself, that's what I would be looking for. If you don't even care about yourself, then I know you ain't going to care about me. You don't even love you. You don't even love God. And that's what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all, be careful with this stuff because God is love, and he will show you. Yes, because the man might be lusting after you. You really love him, but he's just lusting. He liked the way you look and all of this stuff, but he don't really love you. Because love goes distance. Again, sacrifice is giving, and he can never love you like God loves you unless he is filled with the Holy Ghost. If he don't have God's spirit, he don't know love. He know he know the natural, like this other love, but he don't know God's love. And look, I'm trying to be loved to the fullest. Like, no, I can't accept that filio, eros, no, no, agape. I'm only accepting agape love. But I'm going to go on. Um, number, wait, no, wait, I ain't read my scripture. Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands. So, again, if you can't be subject unto Christ, what he wants you to do, how he wants you to live, you're not going to be effectively subject to your husband. Therefore, as Christ, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. In everything, in everything. Let me read it again. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Everything. Now I'm not telling you if he tells you to commit a sin, it's not saying that because it's say the the as the church is subject unto Christ. And so if he ain't subject unto Christ, which he should be a part of church, then. Some things you can't be subject to him. But that's another thing because that's that's speaking on people that marry unequally yoked. But on on this podcast, I'm encouraging y'all to marry someone that's in Christ, that's in the church. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. Glory to God. And so that was my backup scripture for um, submission. Ephesians 5, 22 through 27. So I'm telling y'all, if you can't submit to God who's perfect, you ain't going to submit to no husband. So just get that thought out your mind. Come under subjection to the Lord so your marriage can go smooth. Because that's what, in these days and times, you got these women. It's not saying nothing about feminist movement, but it's the same feeling. They don't want to listen. They don't want to obey and listen. My husband, he golly. He's submitting to the power of the Holy Ghost. He listening to God. I know he praying. I know he living the right. I know he reading the world. I'm going to submit to him. Because I love God and I love him. He love, And he love God. So why? it was, That's not a problem. But the problem is coming in that is when you get married to somebody that is unsaved, you ain't going to trust that their decisions is right because they ain't listening to a high power. They don't have to answer to a high power. And that high power, I'm talking about God, they don't have to. So you're going to be a little, you ain't going to want to submit to them because you're going to be like, mm-mm they probably ain't telling me the right thing to do. They probably going to lose all of our money. But even if you don't see it by faith, if your husband said, we're going to do this, honey, God told me, God said, hey, what? Okay, sweetie, hey, we about to do this. And i seen you living holy, and i seen your track record, and I've seen this, not just you saying scriptures, not just you posting funny I mean, stuff related to God, but I've seen your consistent, I've seen you, I see you living a righteous life. So why, why wouldn't I submit? Yes, I'm going to submit. And so that's why I'm telling y'all, if we do things God's way, we can, we can follow God's word and be blessed. But when you step out on God and you step out and you get tired of waiting and you want to make excuses for getting married to the wrong person that God didn't put you in, then hey, you're just about to suffer consequences. Because I'm like, no, 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 no. I just thank God for the holy example that my parents set. I thank God for the holy word of God, because if I didn't have the holy word of God, if they didn't introduce me or show me the holy word of God, then I wouldn't believe it either that that marriage still exists. But I believe God's word because they show me through the word They can teach me all the day. But if I didn't see it in God's holy word, I wouldn't be trying. I would not listen to it. But I see these scriptures and I see my parents living it 40 years of proof that it can be done. So we need to stop walking out on God, start obeying his commandments so our lives and our marital lives can be blessed. It's worth the wait. I'm telling y'all, it's worth the wait. And my podcast about to cut off again. This is a deep, deep, deep subject. Um, Hold on. One. I'm going to cut off, but I'm coming right back. Glory to God. Talk to you in a few. Okay, y'all, I'm back. Anchor is a trip. I'd be glad when it let me talk longer, but I'm telling y'all, we got to make sure, I'm going to go recap that, um, remember, our relationship with Jesus will determine how we perform in all of our other relationships, okay? And so, being that being said, we must submit to God. If we're submitting God now, it will be easier for us to submit to our husband when we get married, our holy husband when we get married. And also, when we are filled, when we, we have that intimate relationship with God, we know love because God is love. And we won't get it confused with lust. We will know love. Yes, this I love him. This is the man for me. God showed me. I He confirmed it. I have peace about this decision. Okay, we're going to go on. Uh, I'm closing it. Uh, be hot and ready for Jesus' return. Be hot and ready for Jesus' return. Because I'm looking at Jesus, Lord, help us. Lord, why are we not on fire for God is singles? And I shouldn't say we, because I love the Lord. The Lord is my life. But we are. So I'm saying we as a whole should be on fire for Jesus, hot and ready for his return. Because it's like we see the signs. We see the signs. But why? Why, why would you be more concerned about getting married to a natural man and you're not? part of the bride of christ that's a problem and like i said that's how casual christians talk like if i see that i'm on my way to hell i don't have a relationship with god i'm not saved but i'm trying to get married but let me tell y'all one thing this is don't make no sense because the signs is all around the Bible say love of many shall wax cold, people cold hearted. Then it say all these things about selfish people, is here. People going to love pleasure, it's here more than love God, is here. All of these things are here. People are haters of those which are good, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. It's on a wholesale, and I'm talking about even in the church building. But yet, we like, and say, the Bible say wars, rumors of wars all this stuff famine pestilence all of this pestilence is covid all of these signs of the times that God said what happened is happening why don't we want to be high and ready for jesus oh yeah i'm be behind ready for my spouse when he come but i'm definitely gonna be high and ready for jesus because if the spouse don't come before jesus do i'm still good but if you get married and jesus come back and you that wasn't saved you're going to hell eternal damnation so why is our minds that's a trick of the enemy to keep you all boggled in the natural and i i will keep saying it's okay to desire marriage it's an okay thing god wants you to have a relationship. the problem comes in it i'm is if you're not especially if you're not saved and filled with the holy ghost and you keep going after a man and, and that's all on your mind but you haven't even met the man jesus christ and let him change change your life what is going on so i'm telling y'all we need to we all need to take what comes back of our life retrospect That's the right word, of our life. Give your life to Jesus. Make sure that your heart is pure, that you receive salvation according to Acts 2.38, and that you are doing what God wants you to do in his kingdom on earth. That is what you need to be making sure, because what is sure is Jesus is soon to come. Glory to God. So I encourage you, a man of, of Jesus without a man is great. I'm living my blessed life. It's fine. Like, it's fine. I want my husband. Oh, yes, I want a husband. But it's fine, and it's great. I'm great with the man. I'm great without the man. But I'm greater with my holy spouse, because we're going to tear down the kingdom of hell. I'm telling you right now. But anyway, we're going to go on. But keep first things first. The Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. When you take care of that, then... Whatever else God's will for you to have will come. You won't be worried about it because you seeking God and you always know God has your best. I'm going to keep saying it. God has your best interest at heart. He ain't going with all no good thing from you. But if you got your mind on a man and never met the man Jesus, never let him take control of your life, then it's in vain for you to have a husband because both you and your spouse are going to hell. That don't make sense. We got to make sure that we are filled with God's spirit, that we are living the life that he wants us to live. Are you keeping your holy garment white? And that means free from sin? we I mean, I like to take pictures, but you look good on the outside, but how is the heart looking? It's your spiritual garment white, free from sin. So this is what we got to be thinking about. Like, I got to be ready when Jesus coming. I got to stay hot. No, I'm going to stay hot and on fire for him. Glory to God. Now we're going to go on. Lastly, a husband do not make you complete. Because it's like the way, the way you should live a way that that's all you crave. Because that shows that you're not whole. You're not a whole being. Because this person, no, this person do not, Complete you when you receive salvation, like I mentioned in Acts two thirty eight. Jesus completed you, and see that's why I live a fulfilled and wholesome life because Jesus have completed me, and so I'm like, oh yes, my husband, he's coming along. He's gonna compliment the greatness I already have inside of me. It's good, but I'm already complete because God made me complete when I accepted salvation, according to Acts two thirty eight. So if we let God complete us, we won't feel empty let him complete you let him complete you okay god has given us everything we need that pertain to life and godliness that's why you see that some people not married and i have went years years without a boyfriend years over five over ten years without a boyfriend boyfriend fiance nothing so you can do it but my, my situation might not be yours. And when I say that, is you might not have to wait years, but you need to give your life to the Lord. Make sure that, that you have received salvation. Make sure you live in a holy life. Make sure you live in the life He created you to live. Because God has given us everything we need. Some people might not get married, some people might. So that's how you know in Jesus is everything I need that pertain to life and godliness. Let God fulfill you first. Because if you don't, you'll always be needy. No, I mean, nobody wants a wife like that. No, like, yes, you do. When you get married, yes, you're going to be of need of your husband. But what, what if he gets sick? What if he die? You put too much pressure on your husband when you should have been complete in God before you married him. So be complete in God. And yes, like people are like, okay, well, what else do your husband have to offer you? A lot of things he has to offer me. Glory to God. Uh, spiritual and natural. So, um, but you still want to be made whole in Jesus because like your spouse is not your everything, Jesus is your everything. Your spouse is gonna make up a lot of that. But if you lose your spouse again in death or anything, then you didn't lose everything. So you got to put all your hope, all everything, your confidence in Christ first. And so when the spouse comes to compliment you, then y'all can have a lovely relationship because you know his proper pace. Proper place in your life, you don't put him above God, because that's what's going on. People putting their spouse above God. Then when things go on, they separate or split. Then you trying to kill your spouse and then kill yourself because you put everything in your spouse, all your hope, all your dreams, everything was in your spouse. No, you need to put all your hope. Now I didn't say don't believe in no. I'm, I believe in my spouse, but you don't put all of everything in it because in that person, because things might, if something happened, God forbid. Like I said, if they pass away, then you depressed and want to die too. So you need to put all your, all, all your, your, your confidence and be complete in God first. And so when a spouse come, again, y'all will have a very loving and fulfilling relationship. You won't expect him to do what only Jesus can do. That's what I'm trying to say because we do need each other. But you won't be expecting him to do, again, what only Jesus can do. Let God fill that void first. Glory to God. So you can live. Because God don't want you to live a depressed single life. What kind of mess? God wants you to live happy, joyful, He, You are blessed when you are keeping your body. When you are being holy in body and spirit. When you are doing what he created you to do. You are blessed. And that's why I know I'm blessed. With the spouse or without the spouse. I am blessed. Glory to God. Um. In conclusion. Oh, let me read this scripture. Revelations 19, 7 and 8. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. That's why I'm rejoicing, y'all. For the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. His bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Revelations 19, 7 8. So that's what I was telling y'all before. When you're doing what God's calling you to do, when you're living a holy life, you making yourself ready for Jesus' return. But if all your mind is on getting a boyfriend, having sex, getting married, and you didn't make yourself ready for the ultimate marriage, which was with God, then you didn't—you failed in life. But if you made yourself ready, and hey, the spouse never came. But you're going to glory. See, that's why I was like, until you become content in your relationship with God, you're not ready for marriage. But when you become content in your relationship with God, not saying you're not going to get married, but you are happy where God has you at, at this season, then your life will bring glory to God and you will be fulfilled. So I encourage you on today. Get in God. Spend time with God. Get that intimate relationship with God so you will be blessed in your marriage. Now in conclusion a whole wife and a whole husband together walking in the power purpose and the will of god is worth the wait a whole wife that means i'm completing jesus glory to god a whole wife and a whole husband together walking in the power purpose and the will of god is worth the wait oh yes it's worth the wait that's why y'all That is why I do not spend time with talking to people that I know is not my husband. No. If I'm going to spend time, it's going to be talking to God. Lord, keep perfecting me. So when my husband comes, we're going to be good. That power couple in your name for your glory. Not just in money, but it might be money, but I'm saying not just in money, but in your power. Because it's not all about people get so caught up in money. No, 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 no. no. I am here to bring glory to God. I'm here to better my husband's life. He's here to better my life. And we're going to be great in the kingdom of God. Lord, hey, We got each other and we are highly satisfied with each other. Glory to God. So I'm telling y'all on today, let me say this one more time. A whole wife and a whole husband together walking in the power, purpose, and the will of God. Is worth the wait. So I pray that everyone was blessed by this word. Um, hey, share it with a friend, share it with a family member because we gotta be on and be encouraged. We gotta be uplifted, keep your heads up. Do not hold your head down. Glory to God. And if you would like to reach out to me, leave me a message. You can reach me also on Facebook. On Facebook, my name is Takia Wiley. T-I-K-I-A. Last name W-I-L-E-Y. And if you want to reach me on Instagram, Holy Lady T. Holy Lady T H O L Y L A D Y T. I also have a private page on Facebook for single women only. I am worth it. I am worth it. It's the private page. I also have a YouTube page. Glory to God. I am worth it. Glory to God. So if you want to put a, a face with the name, hey. Be my guest. And also, if you would like to send me a message, uh, need uh, have a prayer request, need advice, feel free to reach out to me because I do not mind sharing what the Lord has done for me. I do not mind praying for you because I promise you prayer works. Prayer deliver me. And I know prayer will deliver you. Glory to God. Well, everyone have a blessed day. Peace out.